takes credit for making the world a better place by introducing you to people who actually are. I used to think that I was a good person. Then I met these folks. Wow. Everyone, and welcome to Heather Solves Everything. This is the show where I take credit for making the world a better place by introducing you to folks who actually are. I'm just the introducer. But this is a problem-solving show, guys, and that is why I am on the lookout for people who are solving problems. Each week, my guests and I talk about the everyday issues of life, how they are solving them creatively, and how we can tap into our unique strengths to be a problem solver, too. And today's problem is something that everybody faces eventually. The transition from teenage life to adulthood. It's a big deal for everyone, but for young people on the autism spectrum, the transition can be really tough. Did you know that young adults with autism have lower employment rates than people with other disabilities? A report published by the A.J. Drexel Autism Institute tells us that two thirds of young people with autism experience that transition from high school to adulthood in a pretty much not happening way. They have no real plan or support for developing a career or higher education plan within two years of graduating high school. And that can cause a ripple effect into adulthood that um, can can be avoided. And one solution might be an entrepreneurship. My guest today is paving the way. And that guest is Miss Betty Proctor. Okay, guys, Betty is a super cool lady that I met kind of just, well, I mean, it was just, I'd say by accident, but maybe not. The universe led me to Betty. She was working as a social worker at the FSU Autism Institute when the clock started to tick for her. Her daughter was about to graduate from high school, and she knew she needed to spend more time with her. She also saw a need for her daughter to develop her passions and strengths into a career for her future because she knew that her daughter might have a hard time with that transition because she was and is on the autism spectrum. So in a story that Betty will share with you, she took a leap of faith, left her job, and partnered with her daughter on making and selling jewelry at local markets. That leap led to opening a gift shop and then starting a nonprofit organization called Motivating People Through Arts and Crafts. We're going to call it impact today. They serve as a resource for the community to provide social life, employment, and entrepreneurial skills while educating the the public on awareness of autism spectrum disorder and communications disorder. And today we're going to hear all about it. Betty, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Are you ready to solve some problems? I am ready. (laughs) Let's get into it. So I told you guys that I met Betty in a really kind of surprising way. I was just like out with my kids one day and saw this cute, eclectic little shop and said, let's go in. I didn't really know why, but my 
hand opened the door and there was Betty. And within minutes, we were making art with Betty. (laughs) In this totally welcoming and comfortable environment surrounded by art. And I could not resist the temptation and, and did not resist the temptation to ask Betty, what is this place and how did it get here tell us the story right it, it was um i it, i believe that um that things are meant to be and so you were meant to come into the shop so i appreciate you following your intuition and coming into the shop and um with <laughs> with obsessions um we do a lot of arts and crafts and, and we do things that are relaxing and also that are fun. I love experimenting with art. Uh, actually, my daughter and I love experimenting with art. And so we have spin art. And that's one of the things that you did, you and your, your child did. Um, and it's it's paint that's put on a, on a vinyl record and we just spin it. Mm-hmm. And it comes out beautifully. Um, I mean, we use primary colors, but it just come. everyone come every piece of art comes out differently and it's so cool one thing i love about the concept of spin art is that you you literally spin and see what happens and it's such a metaphor for life because you were experiencing life with your daughter you know going through high school and then had a a realization that um you needed to spin you needed to take a spin in life. And tell me about why you decided to leave your your job at the Autism Institute at FSU and go into business with your daughter. Right. Um, and you're right. It, it, it is. It was a spin. Um, it was really a leap of faith because I am a person that is, a, I, I was a very scary person where it was like, no, I'm, I'm going to stay right here on my, you know, in my comfort zone. But, um, with my daughter, she was going to a high school and she was about to graduate and she has autism and she has a lot of anxiety. She would have panic attacks at school. So I, I would have to leave my job and thank goodness they were understanding, but I would have to leave my job and go to, um, to my daughter and help her with the panic attacks. My sister did work at the high school, so that was very helpful because she can go into her high, her, her um, class. However, sometimes that just wasn't enough. And so um, from that, I, I said, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm spending more time at the high school than I am at work. Um, and then also I, I thought about, well, when she graduates from high school, then what's going to happen? Because she already has panic attacks. I understand that, you know, college is, is different from high school. However, she, I, believe, I believe that she was still going to have those panic attacks. And, and you know, as a adult, an 18-year-old, it's, it looks different to people from when you are in uh, in a you know a teenager or a preteen than it does a an adult, um, so I, I just wanted to help her through that transition. Um, also, the other reason was because I had a mission. This was a mission that was given to me, and it was when I was in college that it was that it was a vision that that God gave to me, and so um, I put it off, put it off, put it off, and it was it was helping teenagers. That's what it was. I really wanted to start a magazine with teenagers, um, but it developed into what 
is happening right now. Um, so those two things, um, I wanted to see my daughter succeed. I know that with autism, um, the chances of her graduating from, um, from college um, were not as great. Um, and also the employability skills definitely was not as great. Not that persons on the autism spectrum don't graduate from college because they do. Um, but I just wanted to give her a better opportunity, a better chance, and something else that she can fall on, uh, fall back on. So um, I quit my job and, and that was a definite leap of faith. My, my parents and my siblings were like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so I had to get up enough nerve and enough confidence to go, yes, I am. And I and Naja and I, we're going to do this and we're going to make something of it and we're going to help other people. So from the experience that I had with um, with FSU Autism Institute, I used to work in the early social interaction program where we would help uh, parents. We would go into the homes, help parents to communicate with their children. So what I did was I took those concepts and those strategies and placed them into things that I did with my daughter. And so um, we started vending, uh, we started selling jewelry and the jewelry um, was just, you know, basic jewelry, but we started selling jewelry at Frenchtown Marketplace. And um, so what I, what, what I did was I gave her jobs. Mm -hmm. I gave her jobs to do, and she had a role. Uh -huh. She was productive. At first, she would not talk to um, customers that would come up. Um, she wouldn't make eye contact. Um, sometimes she would even run, you know, when she was sitting down, she would run into the building because she was having a panic attack. And so once everything became more routine and she had that productive role, then I noticed she would say hello. Okay, great. Okay, let's give you a little bit more. All right, let me give you a script, you know, <laughs> or let me give you some things that, that you can talk about. And she was able to, from there, be able to talk to customers and also um, help out with the cash register. And it just goes and goes and goes. It's amazing what can happen when you start to provide people with the tools mm -hmm. that they need. Yes. There is a lot more to talk about with this subject, guys. So hang in there and stay with us. This is Coach Healthy Heather, and you're listening to Heather Solves Everything. We'll be right back. Hey, guys, it's Healthy Heather, and I'm so excited to announce that my book is ready for you to pre-order. It's called Happy Healthy You, Breaking the Rules for a Well-Balanced Life. I wrote this book because the healthy living to-do list is short and simple. Eat healthy, exercise, get some rest, and don't stress out. But knowing and doing are two different things. So help is here. We're going to explore how to understand your values and priorities, set boundaries, create a true vision for your life, and enjoy the benefits of healthy living right now. It's a 52-week guide, your path to finding a healthy lifestyle that suits your unique needs. Each entry includes a story with inspiration and advice, as well as a journaling prompt, weekly assignment, and reflection questions. 
I can't wait for you to read it. It'll be in stores May 2022, but you can pre-order it now wherever books are sold. Thank you. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything, and this is Coach Healthy Heather. I am here with my friend, Betty Proctor. This is a lady that you are going to want to know. She took a leap of faith, quit her job to work with her daughter on developing the social skills and entrepreneurial skills that she needed to make the transition from high school to adulthood while living on the autism spectrum. And before the break, we were talking about, you know, how that leap landed in creating this structure for your daughter that then turned into a nonprofit organization that does the same thing for other people, motivating people through arts and crafts. Tell us about what your organization does. Thank you for asking. Um, What we do is we provide a creative space for people. We um, provide a opportunity for inclusion and also just a safe space so that people can feel accepted Um, and also gain leadership skills and just overall have fun. Um, We. I know that um, you know one of your focuses was on girls on the autism spectrum and mm-hmm. really getting girls together for social interaction and starting to build you know those skills in life and in business and in relationships and friendships. Um, but I'm curious to know you know if if I have a child who's not on the autism spectrum who likes to do arts and crafts, mm-hmm. can we come to your center and participate? Most definitely. Um, we do have workshops and we have workshops for um, that are inclusive for persons that are on the autism spectrum and also that are not. And so those workshops, uh, we, we have two different ones. Uh, we have one that's through Impact, our nonprofit, and we do a variety of arts and crafts. Anybody is welcome. Anyone that's between the ages of 13 to 25. Okay. The other um, is through our our uh, for profit, which is Obsessions, and we and anybody can come. Um, those workshops are spin art, they're acrylic pours, they're uh, also T-shirt uh, workshops, and we're adding in cricket workshops because we do cricket. Uh-huh. So that's the shop that I came to, Obsessions mm-hmm. Gift Shop. Mm-hmm. And that was an environment where not only did you have the interactive art projects, but you also have items for sale. Right? Are those items that are created by local artisans who are selling through the store? They are. They are local artisans. Um, some of them have businesses and they make candles. Like one young lady, she makes candles. She's a, a a PhD, um, not, not a student anymore, but she's a chemist. And also another is uh, one that does home decor and she makes postcards, the other jewelry. So there's a variety of persons that make things, including myself and also uh, Nyjah, my daughter. It was really nice to see the variety of things that were for sale and knowing that purchases um, go to support a nonprofit organization that is doing such 
needed work. And so I encourage everyone to visit Obsessions Gift Shop. It's in Railroad Square if you're local to Tallahassee. But how can we find you online? Great question. Uh, we are at um, Obsession. We have a website that's obsessionsgifts.com. And also, if you're wanting to find impact, then it's mpacobs.com. So we try to combine impact and obsessions together. We also are on Instagram, uh, both, uh, both the nonprofit and the for profit, and also on Facebook. Yes. Fantastic. Now, how can other organizations in town support you or individual people support you? What they can do is they can contact me via email or either the website. They can also come by the shop, too. Uh, I, and also the phone number. I can definitely give the phone number. Um, but we're definitely looking to partner with other agencies as well as um, persons in the community. Um you do not have to work with persons that are on the autism spectrum in order to partner with us or become a sponsor. Um, persons can sponsor either a workshop or either they can sponsor um, one of the programs that we have with IMPACT. What would you like to see IMPACT grow into? This is exciting <laughs> um, because I would love uh, the first and foremost, I want people to be able to to see impact and go, wow, those people really do help people. And also I want for the persons that we serve to say, I learned a lot and I am able to go forth and do things. So that's that's what I want to see. But um, some of the. Uh, some of the things that I want to see impact grow into are different programs that we're doing right now, workshops, also um, uh, volunteering that leads to employment for persons that are on the autism spectrum, entrepreneurship programs. So that's where I want it to lead to. And I, 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 I don't I, I want to see others, meaning the community, to be a part of this and a partner, um, because I know that we can't do it by ourselves. And together as a community, we can really wrap ourselves around the persons that we're trying to serve, uh, which are the target population, persons on the autism spectrum and communication disorders, and really be a helping hand. Not one, uh, one thing that I don't want to see is I don't want for uh, persons on the spectrum or communications and disorders to be pitied. I want for them to show their ability because there's a lot of ability that is within them. And it just needs to come out with support and also some help. Now, you have an exciting new project that's about to start, right? I do. Tell us I about do. that. Yes, very exciting. Um, we are partnering with Arts for All, and um, we are going to be offering a entrepreneurship program. So Arts for All has the curriculum. They have the teachers. We're providing the space. So it's going to be a seven-week program, and um, in the seven weeks, then persons on the spectrum and with communication disorders will learn how to market themselves. They'll learn about their craft um, and also they'll learn how and be able to practice how to get their business out there and to practice it. They can even practice it within obsessions. Now, it's a seven-week program. However, 
we with impact want to turn it into a year-round program so we want to see follow-up and follow up not only with the students or the participants but also with the parents too because this is not just a participant you know it, we we need to also develop the strategies with the parents also so that's that's the entrepreneurship program is just really exciting to us when is that going to start great question it's going to start january the 13th and so we are still meeting with Arts for All, but we definitely need participants. And we, uh, I have said that we would have between 10 to 15. So we currently have six right now. So we need nine or more. <laughs> so if, if yes. If, what are the criteria? How can somebody get their, their child signed up? So they need to be, it's, it's fairly easy. Um, right now we're working on the enrollment process, but if they contact us at, um, at they can email me at impact681.com and in the subject line just put impact entrepreneurship and they can contact me and then we can put them on uh, a we can put them on a list so that we can send them a letter about the enrollment process so um right now like i said is we're still in the in the developing of the enrollment process but um we're going to be meeting next week to get that process finalized but they can definitely email me at impact 681 um, at gmail.com. What ages are able to participate? Great question. Thank you. Um, 13 and up. Okay. We are not limiting, limiting it to um, 13 to 25. It's 13 and up. Okay. All mm -hmm. right. And is there a fee to participate? Currently, no. <laughs> there is no fee to participate. Um, we, uh, in Arts for All, uh, there it was a donor that donated everything. Um, oh. and so, Yeah. Uh, they, and and I have to thank Susan Baldino, um, who is with Arts for All. She's a phenomenal win woman. If you have not met her, she is phenomenal. And so uh, right now, from from what we're gathering, there is not a fee um, because that because Susan was able to get that donor to donate for the program. I can't wait to see what comes from this inaugural group. Of, of children and teenagers and young adults who will be participating in the MPAC. Oh gosh, what's it even going to be called? Do you have a name yet? Yes, it's, um, it's Arts Career Apprenticeship. Arts Career, Career Apprenticeship. apprenticeship. Mm -hmm. You guys start learning those words because you're going to see a lot about them. Stay with us, guys. This is Coach Healthy Heather. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything, and we are going to be jumping into some surprising information when we come back from the break. Hey, guys. It's Healthy Heather from Heather Solves Everything. I want to thank my sponsor, Kylene and Ryan Studios, a local husband and wife photography team who specialize in weddings and portraits of all kinds. Whatever special event you have coming up, they're your photographers for life. With a combined 32 years of professional photography experience, their unique perspectives shine through in every image you see. Find out more at KyleenAndRyan.com. That's KyleenAndRyan.com. Welcome back, everybody. 
This is Coach Healthy Heather, and you're listening to Heather Solves Everything. I cannot promise to solve all the problems in the world, but what I can promise is that I will always bring you conversations with people who are solving problems when they see a need. And today, that person is Betty Proctor. She is the founder of MPAC, Motivating People Through Arts and Crafts, and Obsessions Gift Shop, which is the um, the for-profit arm that also operates as a social outlet. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious about the name Obsessions. Mm-hmm. You told me about how you came up with the name for it. Tell us about how that came to be. Right. Um, so Obsessions... Um, came up with the name because of the restricted interests that are characteristics of persons that are on the autism spectrum. And so with the restricted interests, for example, a person who's on the autism spectrum may only talk about trains or only talk about certain things that they're interested in. And so my thought is turn that obsession into something productive or into entrepreneurship or into a job interest. So that's how I came up with obsessions. Actually, my sister, she she helped me think about that. Yeah. I love that. You know, some, t- taking something that some may consider to be a limiting factor of life mm-hmm. and spinning it into something that can, you know, be a, a open an open door, you know, something that really starts new adventures. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought about that idea when I was reading about entrepreneurs who happen to be on the autism spectrum. And I was excited to discover, did you know that the person who created Pokemon is on the autism spectrum? His name is Satoshi Tajiri. I'm probably pronounced that incorrectly. (laughs) Uh, The cuddly yellow Pokemon called Pikachu was created by autistic entrepreneur from Japan, Satoshi Tajiri. He created a company called Game Freak in the 1980s, and it was a video game magazine, and um, they started to create their own video games. Eventually, they became a developer for Nintendo. Seven years later, the company released their most famous series, Pokemon. Since then, the rest is history. They've sold over 300 million games worldwide. Pokemon is second only to Mario, as one of the most successful game franchises ever. Now, he says he is on what we might sometimes call high-functioning end of Mm -hmm. autism Mm -hmm. spectrum. Um, You know, if you you work in the autism uh, world, then you know that there's a lot of different ways um, to to talk about autism. Um, He says he doesn't really make it a focus of his life, but, you know, it's definitely part of his life Mm -hmm. and part of his business. That is so cool. Another guy, his name is Andreas Sovalatios. He developed a company called Carrot Rewards. It's a wellness app. You might want to look it up on the App Store. Mm-hmm. It's one of Canada's best wellness apps. And um, what it does is it gives you loyalty points each time you make a healthy life decision. Um, and things like reaching your step count, completing quizzes about wellness topics. Uh, the founder, Andreas, says he was diagnosed as having autism when he was in his early 40s. Wow. 
And this diagnosis helped him to make sense of his challenges with um, some of the typical things that you find in autism, Mm -hmm. social interaction, um, giving him the confidence to become an entrepreneur. And he says, once you find confidence in yourself, you can achieve anything. Very cool. There is a guy named Spencer Kelly, and he started the Expedition Soap Company. He set up his own online store selling soap after his bike was stolen. His father gave him a loan to buy a new bike on the condition that he pay it back. So he created a soap company to raise money to pay back his dad. Well, he's well done that because he's now made over $100,000 and he was so successful. He was invited to speak at the World Conference on Autism in 2017. Uh, He was diagnosed with autism when he was a child. Therapy helped Mm -hmm. and also really tapping in to something that he was good at. And this is just such um, an exciting topic because I think that in our world, sometimes people think about autism and, and related communications disorders as being something that holds you back. And it doesn't have to be. No. It does not. It does not have to hold you back. And those are perfect examples of it. Now, you had a career in autism science and behavior science before leaving that job to go and work in your passion, Mm -hmm. in your obsession or your daughter's (laughs) obsession. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us a little bit from your professional perspective how autism spectrum can make somebody uniquely suited for entrepreneurship? Yes. Um, I believe that it's that focus, that focus to uh, attention, that meticulous, um, being meticulous about things. That really does help because sometimes in entrepreneurship, you need to have detail. You need to have detail as far as in a business plan and also where you want to go to carry that business. Also, with the focus, then um, there is that persistence in, okay, I'm going to succeed at this. This is going to work. And that's one of the things that entrepreneurs need. Also, the other thing that I found is that uh, even with my daughter, too, is thinking outside of the box. Because my daughter um, and also other persons that are on the spectrum I've, I've seen that they think outside of the box. Um, we may be looking at something totally different and they can see things just beautifully. And so that beauty can lead to entrepreneurship because when you're an entrepreneur, you do have to think outside of the box Big because time. things like COVID can happen. And so <laughs> you need to definitely think outside of the box. Um, also, with persons that are on the autism spectrum, um, there's sometimes isolation. And um, in entrepreneurship, then um, sometimes you're the only one that's really, you know, uh, mm-hmm. have to uh, really uh, direct this business. And so being, being, um, being isolated isolated, quote unquote, um, is sometimes a good thing mm-hmm. um, because you do need to um, you have that time to think by yourself and be able to 
um, develop this particular thing. Yeah, sometimes so, that independence mm-hmm, and you know being it. being okay with with being on your own for a project, mm-hmm. um, you know, can be a real skill right. and a strength. Mm-hmm. And um, and and I I can see how with the changing landscape of just how our um, employment industry works in the United States going more towards service industry and less towards manufacturing, um, how if you have a communication disorder, it could, some employers might not be able to see how you would be an asset to an organization when so many jobs are client facing and require, you know, really astute communication skills. Right, exactly. And, and that's that's where the problem lies. And that's why the retention rate for um, for jobs are so low with persons that are on the autism spectrum. One of the things that we saw were, were that. Mm-hmm. And so we uh, developed a, vo- a volunteer program and uh, we're still being developed, but we do have we do have four volunteers and one of the volunteers recently got a job. Uh, she had been been volunteering for at least eight months in um, in, obs- in obsessions. So she volunteered in obsessions. And that's how we have that volunteer program. Um, but she's taught through impact. So um, one of the things that she told me was she said that through being able to greet customers, through being able to be in the shop and talking to customers, that helped me be more comfortable in the job that I have right now. Um, and so that was just a drop the mic and mm-hmm. okay, this is great. Um, so this is what we're trying to develop. We're trying to develop uh, things such as that. Also, leadership skills. Um, She is on the advisory board uh, that helps to guide the impact board to the decisions that we make as far as events, as far as programs for persons on the autism spectrum and communication disorders. So you're really providing a lot of hands-on experience for uh, young people who can practice their skills so that when they go into a job interview or into a new place of employment, that they've got the skills to be able to be successful. Exactly, yes, we do. Guys, this is so exciting because the the playing field is being leveled out for everybody to be able to be successful. And when we come back, I've got some really great news for Betty. She's going to be really excited to find out somebody that she's got a lot in common with. Stay with us. It's Heather Solves Everything. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. It's Healthy Heather. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything everything. This is the show where we tap into your intrinsic strengths to solve the everyday problems of life. And I need your help. If you've got a problem that needs solving, let me know. It just might make it to the show. Go to coachhealthyheather.com and click on solve my problems. Submit your idea, send it to me, and you never know, it might end up being on an episode of Heather Solves Everything. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything. I'm Coach Healthy Heather, and I am so glad that you're here. My guest, Betty Proctor, decided that she was going to take a leap of faith, and she started an organization called 
motivating people through arts and crafts. They work with young people on the autism spectrum to help them not only take their obsessions and turn them into beautiful art, but to create entrepreneurial skills so that they can go into successful, thriving businesses. And when I was preparing for this conversation with you, I came across some information that I thought you would be really excited about. Do you want to hear? Yes. Okay. Turns out you have quite a lot in common with Sir Richard Branson. Whoa. Yeah. One of the most recognizable names in business and entrepreneurship. He's famous for creating the Virgin brand, which is home to over 400 companies ranging the entire gambit of business. But did you know that Richard Branson once wondered if he could even be successful in business because of his struggles with dyslexia? His personal experiences with neurodiversity and communication disorders are part of what has inspired some of his business investments. And in fact, in April of this year, he said the world needs a neurodiverse workforce to try and solve some of the big problems of our time. But often people on the autism spectrum are overlooked for jobs that they might be brilliant at. And that's why Richard Branson supports Oticon, an IT and technology services form that employs autistic people as technology consultants for business all around the world. And so I thought, who better to consult when it comes to turning your idea into a business? So you don't have to necessarily be on the autism spectrum to be well-suited for entrepreneurship. We know that. And I wonder, do you have an idea brewing in your mind? Something that you might be obsessed on that you wonder, can I take the leap like Betty did into entrepreneurship? Here are some tips from Richard Branson to you. He says, get obsessed. He says, you've got to be enthusiastic about how your company is going to make a difference in people's lives. He says that enthusiasm is crucial because you're going to be in it a lot. And if you don't truly love your topic, your subject of work, uh, you're going <laughs> to you're mm -hmm. going to be in trouble. Mm -hmm. So and if you're in love with the idea, then it's you're going to be able to share that enthusiasm with others. If you're in love with your idea and the way that it's going to help the world, you will be able to persevere and turn that idea into a huge business. It's gonna help you be able to persist despite long hours, ups and downs, yes. and the tribulations that you have to go through to start a company. Mm -hmm. So that single-mindedness and dogged determination that we love mm -hmm. yeah. is a real factor in being successful in business, according to Richard Branson, who knows a few things about that? Yes, he is correct. It <laughs> really does. Yes, there are times when it, it's like you you look around. It's like, oh, why am I doing this? But then you think about it, and it's like, that's why I'm doing this. And yep. you continue on. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You know, his next tip is something that I think is really ironic, considering uh, your role in your organization, being a mom who saw a need and decided to make a leap, he says, ask your mom. <laughs> if you've got an idea 
and you're thinking about turning it into a business, ask your mom. He says, talk about your idea and the empire that you're going to create. If she's not excited, nobody is going to be. <laughs> and, and she's not excited. You need to go back to the drawing board. Mm-hmm. And so... And if she's elated, if she's excited and she can't wait and she wants to invest, then you've got a good idea. That's right. Now, sometimes your mom is going to be nice to you no matter what. Mm-hmm. But she knows she's not going to let you go out on a limb and fail. No. It's so ironic because my mom, my mom and my dad, but um, and particularly my mom, I talk to my mom a lot about the business and I say, I, I ask her for advice and she's, she gives me advice and she's encouraging. And so it's ironic that he says that <laughs> because it is, it's true. It's true, especially, especially for me. <laughs> so. The next thing that you did Right in line with Richard Branson. I mean, the two of you might as well be best friends because you've got the same mindset. He says, get out there. He says, entrepreneurs don't wait for the perfect moment. They create it. Mm-hmm. And you did that. I did. I, I, I did. It, 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 it took some, you know, uh, really gaining my confidence, but it was the perfect time to do it. And one thing that I look at is my my uncle. My uncle, he, he was... 80 something when he died, he was able to say, I did this, I did that. And I said to myself, I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to be just like him and just take that leap of faith and go, you know what? I I, I believe this is going to succeed because I like speaking into existence. But I, you know, if, if it, they say that, you know, if, if, if it fails, then at least I tried it. And it really doesn't fail because you learn from that experience. That is the kind of growth mindset thinking that you have to have as an entrepreneur. You know, a lot of times people get stuck in this stage. You know, mm-hmm. they spend more time, you know, thinking about how it's going to how it's going to be, how it's going to be, perfecting mm-hmm. the plan, making it perfect right. and never make the leap. That's right. And you've got to be able to at some point have trust and faith in something that mm-hmm. even if I flop, I'll be okay. Right, exactly. It's not going to be perfect. It's never going to be perfect. Nothing is perfect. What you do is you take that leap and you just develop it from there. Uh, because if you keep thinking it's going to be perfect, it's not. And you're going to waste your time, wasting time, not developing what you could have been and what you could have been to somebody else. Yeah, Richard Branson encourages us to um, be positive when accepting feedback, especially like you said, you know, if we think it's going to be perfect and then we get feedback that isn't what we expected, mm-hmm. we have to be willing to to shape and, and mold our, our ideas so that they are continuing to be interesting to people. And that's part of the entrepreneurial experience. It is. And having a mentor or having a mentor or mentors really does help. I know it helps me um, because sometimes they bring me back to reality and sometimes they tell me things that I am like, okay, I really don't want to hear that, but you know what, you're right. Um, but it, it grounds me. So having that that person to be able to talk to is important. You know, it's funny that you say that because that's my next tip. <laughs> Richard Branson says, "Wow, I should call this segment, <laughs> Richard Branson says, partner up. 
You know, find find mentors, collaborators, you know, people who are going to give you honest feedback, people who will be able to give you consistently positive feedback mm -hmm. um, so that you can um, continue to, to be relevant and interesting and most importantly, you know, profitable, you know, turning a profit from this idea, you know, being able to continue to work on it until you're getting it into the market like you did mm -hmm. and then making it relevant to people like you did. Right. And then continuing to show up and respond to people like you're doing. Good. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but the, the, it is it, it, it's true. You, you, and, and one thing that I, I found is that I can't have yes people. I've got to have people that just tell me like it is, uh, because if not, it, it, it you know, it, it just won't work. Right. Well, guys, you know what? This is a show about helping each other. And I hope that you will look up MPAC, Motivating People Through Arts and Crafts and Obsessions Gift Shop, so that you can explore how you can help the organization to grow, how you can get your child involved in the um Arts for All Entrepreneurship Project, mm -hmm. and how you can start turning your obsession into uh, possibly a business of your own. Yes. Thank you for being here today, Betty. Thank you for having me. I, I appreciate this. This was so fun. Oh, I'm so <laughs> glad. Yay. Well, guys, we are out of time for today, but tune in next week for another episode of Heather Solves Everything. And, you know, check out the podcast edition of today's show on your favorite podcast app. You know, you can stay in touch with me and the show on Facebook. Just look for Heather Solves Everything. And do you have a problem to solve? Visit heathersolveseverything.com and click on Solve My Problems to submit a show topic idea. We will get it done together. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope that something great happens for you today. I'm Healthy Heather, and I'm always here to help you solve everything. Status confirmed. This problem is solved. Well, that's it for this week, guys. We did it. We solved another problem with a little help from our friends. You can be a superhero, too. Check us out online. That's where all the information is about how you can jump in and start solving everything. Heather solves everything with a little help from Everyday Heroes.